This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 244. So today is Sunday, April 24th, 2022. And as usual, I'm covering the latest weekly news and rumors roundup from the big four rumor sites of Canon rumors, Nikon rumors, Fuji rumors, and Sony Alpha rumors. So let's head on over to Canon rumors and see what they have for us this week. First up, industry news, Nikon plans to have 50-plus Z-mount lenses by 2025. Canon recently let it be known that they plan to release 32 RF-mount lenses by 2026, which seems to be a very aggressive approach to the system. Not to be outdone, but Nikon has now come out and said that they plan to have 50-plus Z-mount lenses by 2025 in their latest investor relations release. More than that, Nikon also plans to put more resources into their video features for content creators. Nikon's place in this segment has always been thought of as weaker than offerings from Canon and Sony. Whether that's fair or not is up for you to decide. Nikon's current plan, concrete management resources and high-value-added products and mirrorless cameras meet expectations of professionals and hobbyists and raise ASP 20%. Bolster the Z-mount system by expanding the lens lineup, 50-plus lenses and 2-plus lens attach rate. Appeal to video creators by strengthening video functions. Strengthen remote operation and automatic image capture features to meet professional needs. And focus on licensing business. It should be interesting to watch Canon and Nikon renew their rivalry over the next few years. And that's definitely, looks like that's where it's headed again. It looks like it's going to be the old Canon and Nikon rivalry, which is probably going to give Sony a lot more run for their money in the process. But we'll have to wait and see. Canon to finally announce a fast RF 33mm lens by Q3 of 2022. The long-rumored Canon RF 35mm f1.2 LUSA M might finally be hitting dealers later in Q3 of 2022. This lens has been talked about ad nauseum for quite some time now, and it has been on our roadmap since day one. We have been told that the lens is indeed in the hands of testers and marketing folks and recently appeared in an internal dealer roadmap. There still seems to be a bit of back and forth as to whether it's an F1.2 or an F1.4, but at this point, I don't think it'll matter too much. Canon will sell as many as they can make for a long while. And I do agree there. 35 millimeter L lens has been a popular focal length for a long time. And 35 millimeters, as you know, has always been popular with me, especially for my street photography. To me, I just think 35 millimeters is the perfect focal length for street photography. And I'm not the only one. A lot of other photographers feel that way as well. XSN launches Nitro CF Express, the world's first VPG 400 certified CF Express Type B card. Uh, XSN Inc., a leader in industrial grade enterprise class and cinematography flash storage solution, launches the world's first VPG 400 certified CF Express Type B memory card, the XSN Nitro CF Express. Certified VPG 400 by the Compact Flash Association using its stringent video performance guarantee profile uh, 4, which is the VPG 400. Qualification, Nitro CF Express delivers incredibly sustained video recording performance and even the most demanding cinema camera systems. With 512 gigabyte capacity, over three times the capacity of existing VPG 400 rated CF Express Type A cards, It enables cinematographers to capture long shots without unnecessary interruption. Further fortified with IP67 certified ruggedness and next-generation ready CF Express controller and ultra-thin graphene heat spreaders, Nitro CF Express is XSN's flagship CF Express series engineered for ultimate performance and reliability. 
Nitro CF Express is Exocent's most powerful cinematography memory card to date and introduces a brand new flagship product line that focuses on sustained performance and ruggedness. Pack in even more performance than Exocent's popular Essential Series, Element Series, and Red Approved Archon Series CF Express cards. Nitro CF Express is an industry defining breakthrough designed to take on the most demanding workloads in cinematography. XSN Nitro CF Express sustained performance tops at 1850 megabits per second read and 1700 megabits per second write with VPG 400 certified performance to boot. That is enough sustained performance to power the industry's most powerful cinema ready camera systems and work seamlessly with leading camera systems such as the Canon EOS R3, the EOS R5, R5C, the Canon EOS 1DX Mark III, and the Nikon Z9. Needless to say, you can throw 12K raw capture intense burst photography at the Nitro CF Express without ever fearing drop frames or compromised performance. Not only is the Nitro the world's first VPG 400 certified CF Express Type B card, but it is also the highest capacity rated, uh, VPG 400 rated CF Express card available on the market, allowing substantially longer consecutive shooting than products from other manufacturers. Uh, the IP67 certified ruggedness for shots in tough environments. We work closely with cinematography professionals and camera system manufacturers to engineer products that meet the real demands of modern cinematography professionals. One of the most requested features is ruggedness. Our customers take their gear and cards into the harshest environments for most incredible shots, and the last thing they need is for their work to be lost due to storage issues. With that in mind, XSN worked tirelessly to ensure the Nitro delivers the ruggedness that creators require. Leveraging conformal coding technology with our mission-critical flash storage solutions, the Nitro card is IP67 certified, providing ample protection against the elements with extreme dust and water resistance. Getting soaked in a typhoon, dropping the card in a roaring river, or getting stuck in a sandstorm are real challenges for cinematographers to overcome but they will not challenge the integrity of footage stored on the Nitro CF Express. Combined with shock resistance compliant with MIL's military standard 810G, electrostatic discharge protection, X-ray proof design, and protection against damage from magnetism, the Nitro is hardened against any hazard and ready for any shot imaginable. Professional camera systems and extreme performance flash storage generate a lot of heat that must be flushed away, to avoid degraded performance caused by thermal throttling. To combat this issue and eliminate the risk of dropped frames, the Nitro is equipped with ultra-thin graphene heat spreaders. Inside the Nitro Type B casing, each side of the storage hardware is covered by a graphene heat spreader, allowing heat to quickly radiate away from critical components without affecting storage performance. The introduction of graphene heat spreaders into the Nitro is XSN's latest hardware innovation in its world-class cinematography storage lineup, tackling real cinematography challenges with novel solutions. The Nitro furthers, uh, further integrates XSN's signature hardware and firmware technologies and features that enhance performance and reliability in demanding cinematography applications. They include industrial-grade controllers ready for the next generation of CF Express interface, Premium NAND flash and ultra-fast DRAM cache that enables enterprise-class performance. Proprietary technologies that enhance sustained performance, operation in extreme environment, and data integrity, such as XSN's adaptive thermal control, supercruise, and automatic RAID recovery, and enterprise-class latency minimization are all included as well. XSN developed a brand new 20 gigabit per second CF Express reader in tandem with the Nitro, to enable blazing fast offloading of footage that expedites moving from shooting to post-production. The new XSN CF Express card reader can offload footage from a full Nitro CF Express in under five minutes. Moreover, the high-speed CF Express reader also allows users to upgrade their Nitro cards to unlock even higher performance when the next generation of CF Express standard launches in the future. XSN's VPG 400 certified and IP67 rated Nitro CF Express with 512 gigabyte capacity launched at the end of April and will be available through leading retail partners, including Amazon, B&H Photo, 
CBP, and through XSN's authorized distributors worldwide. XSN Nitro with even higher capacity storage configurations are coming soon. For more information about the XSN Nitro CF Express, you can visit their website, which you can find in the link in this article in the show notes. And for warranty and factory data recovery, we trust our products to deliver customers with unbeatable cinematography performance for years. That is why XSN Nitro CF Express comes with a five-year global warranty that covers any issue with the card and its components. For accidents and damage that render customers' footage inaccessible, XSN offers the industry's best factory data recovery service that can retrieve data from even severely damaged cards. So it looks like XSN is going to be giving the industry a real run for their money with CF Express Type B memory cards. And that's a good thing for all the cinematographers out there and the high-level professionals that are shooting fast action sports and stuff like that. I have a feeling those cards are going to sell really well. No news yet on what the cards will cost, but I'm sure they're not going to be cheap. Canon announces new firmware for the Canon EOS C300 Mark III and the 500 Mark II. Melville, New York, April 21, Canon USA, a leader in digital imaging solutions, announced today a firmware update for the Canon EOS C300 Mark III and the C500 Mark II digital cinema cameras. The new firmware will enable these cameras to be frame.io camera to cloud or C2C compatible devices. This cutting edge workflow can save valuable time allowing a collaborative cloud-based workflow in a variety of production environments from scripted motion picture and television production to reality TV, documentary, commercial, and more. Transferring footage from camera from on location or set to into the post-production workflow traditionally requires backing up files to hard drive and carrying or shipping the drives to another location to be ingested for post. C2C workflow sends secure, high-quality, low-bandwidth H.264 proxies, 4K 10-bit 422, H.265 HEBC files, and uncompressed audio files with matching timecode and file names to the Frame.io cloud platform. Frame.io is now an Adobe company. Using a third-party Wi-Fi, 5G, or LTE streaming encoder connected to the camera output, Frame.io C2C workflow can automatically distribute clips to editors or anyone else who needs them. The moment the director calls cut. This enables immediate review of the footage on an authorized user's device on or offset anywhere in the world, empowering all stakeholders to watch production and collaboration in real time. As far as availability, the firmware update that will enable uh, the on these two cinema cameras to leverage third-party encoders for camera to cloud is scheduled to be available by the end of May of 2022. So definitely some more exciting news for the cinematography world with that announcement. And last up from Canon rumors for this week, patent Canon RF 15 to 28, F4 to 5.6 IS and other wide angle optical designs. Eventually we're going to see more affordable RF mount lenses from Canon. And one of the obvious types of lenses they'll need is an affordable wide angle zoom lens. Canon has published a patent for such a lens with others with the aims of making manufacturing easier, which also means less expensive. The Canon RF 15-28 f4-5.6 IS, focal length 15.40 millimeters to 27.50 millimeters, f value of 4-5.6, to half angle of view 54.51 to 38.94 millimeter or degrees I'm sorry image height 19 millimeters to 21.64 millimeters overall length 103.50 millimeters to 103.50 millimeters back focus of 14.20 millimeters so this doesn't really surprise me it's a little bit to me of an odd focal length i could see a 15 to 35 maybe or a 15 to 40 but uh, 15 to 28, I guess it's okay. And uh, it's definitely something they need in a lower cost option for RF mount shooters. Uh, a lot of Canon's RF mount lenses are primarily the L lenses, which are their luxury flagship lenses that are much more expensive. So it is good to see that Canon is working hard to get more consumer-friendly entry-level lenses onto the market in the RF mount. 
Now we'll head on over to Nikon Rumors and see what they have for us this week. First up, the next batch of Nikon Z9 camera shipments in the U.S. is expected on May 10th. The next batch is expected to ship on May 10th. Please note that this is not any official information and is based on feedback from retailers that could be wrong. Nikon can also delay or cancel a shipment for various reasons, so stay tuned for further updates. The current wait time for new Z9 orders is approximately 12 months. And you can pre-order the Z9 in the U.S. at Adorama, B&H, Amazon, Paul's Photo, Service Photo, in Europe, at Calumet NL, Calumet DE, Photo Odenhart DE, Photo Koch DE, Wex UK, and in Canada, at Camera Canada. Nikkor Z 24-120mm f4S lens now in stock. Update sold out already, temporarily out of stock, but you could still place an order, which means they expect to ship it soon. You could not even place an order before. And this is now, uh, they're talking about in stock at Amazon US, uh, but they didn't stay in stock for very long, but have no fear. They are at least now taking pre-orders where they would not let you before on Amazon. So you can still head on over there and place your order. Hopefully it won't take too long to get that one. Major new firmware updates released, Nikon Z62 version 1.4.0, Nikon Z72 version 1.4.0, and Nikon Z9 version 2.0. Nikon just released these previously reported firmware updates. The Nikon Z62 firmware update version 1.4.0 added support for the Nikkor Z 800mm f6.3 VRS lens, support for ML-L7 remote controls, Save focus position and recall focus position to the roles that can be assigned using custom settings F2 in the custom setting menu. Saving that to the asterisk button, that is. Uh, let's see. Focus ring rotation range asterisk to the custom settings menu in position F9. And switch focus control ring roles to the custom settings menu in position F10. Uh, now, this is as of April 20th, 2022. These features are available only with the Nikkor Z 70-200 f2.8 VRS lens. Now, they also made the following improvements for the, uh, the Nikon Z62 camera. The camera focuses more readily on the subject in the center of the frame if it fails to detect the eye or face of a portrait subject when auto area AF is selected or AF area mode. Memory recall has been altered so that regardless of the focus mode selected, the focus position chosen via autofocus does not change if the shutter release button is pressed halfway while memory recall is in effect. In, in effect. Fix the following issues. The camera would sometimes fail to focus on the subject or the focus area and pictures taken immediately after the battery was inserted. Reactivating the standby timer and user setting mode U2, U, uh, U1, U2, U3 would cause the shutter speed to change if the stored value was slower than 30 seconds. Uh, pictures reviewed by rotating the main command dial after zooming in on an image in tall or portrait orientation in the viewfinder would not display correctly. Jitter would occur in movies recorded while footage was being output to an HDMI device with 3840 by 2160 60p or 3840 by 2160 50p selected for frame size and rate in the movie shooting menu. Also fixed, the movie record button would not function with certain gimbals while video was being recorded to an external device via HDMI, the same previous specs, or at 3840 by 2160 24p selected for the frame size and rate in the movie shooting menu, and 10-bit selected for advanced output data depth in the setup menu. Uh, let's see here, and it looks like for the Z72 version 1.4.0 fixed all of the same items. And let's see here, for the Nikon Z9 firmware update 2.0, some custom settings have been renumbered due to the addition of new menu options. For still photography, added wide area AF-C1 and wide area AF-C2 AF area modes. In photo mode, the control panel now shows additional information for long-time exposures, including the elapsed time and time remaining. High-speed frame capture now features pre-release burst recording. Change the procedure for shooting a color temperature when choose color temperature is selected for white balance. Change the size of the area the camera uses to meter values for preset manual white balance. For video recording, added wide area AFC1 and wide area 
AFC2 AF area modes. Change the procedures for choosing color temperature when choose color temperature is selected for white balance. Change the size of the area the camera uses the meter values for preset manual white balance. Add and display zoom ratios of 50% and 200% for use during video recording. The control panel now displays the current frame size and frame rate in video mode. Made the following additions to the video recording menu. Added NRAW 12-bit NEV and ProRes RAW HQ 12-bit MOV RAW video recording options under the video file type. Added extended oversampling. Made the following additions to the custom settings menu. Added a uh, view video info option for custom settings G1 custom I menu. Added a fast AF on option for custom setting G2 custom controls. Added fine ISO control mode M and position G8. Added extended shutter speed mode M and position G9. Added brightness information display in position G14. Added red record frame indicator in position G17. Made the following addition to the setup menu. Added 1080i interlaced option for HDMI output resolution. For displays, made changes to the viewfinder only and prioritize, excuse me, viewfinder monitor modes. Added release timing indicators for high-speed frame capture. Made the following addition to the custom settings menu. Added high frame rate viewfinder display in position D20. Made the following additions to the setup menu. Added low one and low two options in the viewfinder brightness manual. Added auto temperature control. For playback, added a motion blend option under retouch in the playback eye menu. Added save consecutive frames to the options available in the eye menu while video playback is paused. Users can now skip all but the first shot in each burst when paging through pictures and full frame playback. Controls made the following additions to the custom settings menu, added focus point selection speed in position A14, added recall shooting function hold option for custom setting F2, custom control shooting, added to the list of controls that can be assigned custom shooting roles using custom settings F2, custom controls shooting, and G2, custom controls and added save focus position and recall focus position to the role that can be assigned. Added switch focus control ring rolls in position F11 as of April 20th, 2022. This feature is available only with the Nikkor Z70-200 2.8VRS lens. Added preferred sub-selector center in position F13. Made the following addition to the setup menu. The settings saved and loaded using save load menu settings now include those for delete pictures from both slots and filtered playback criteria in the playback menu. Other changes in this firmware added support for the Nikkor Z800 F63 VRS lens. The size available when pictures are downloaded using the SnapBridge version 2.9.0 or later now includes 8 megapixel 4K in addition to the existing original format and 2 megapixel options. Options highlighted in the eye menu can now be selected using the center either of the sub-selector or the multi-selector for vertical shooting. Controls to which recall shooting functions have been assigned using custom settings F2. Custom control shooting can now be used in this role while the camera is connected via USB to a device running software such as NX Tether or NX Mobile Air. Made changes to autofocus for improved reliability, focus tracking, and low light subject detection. Fixed the following issues. Horizontal lines would in rare cases appear in pictures taken in modes P and A. Stopping aperture down below 5.6 with AFC chosen for focus mode and focus selected for AFC priority selection would sometimes disable the shutter release in high-speed frame capture mode. Slow-moving subjects would sometimes not be in focus in pictures taken in focus mode AFC at apertures faster than f2.8. Selecting on for exposure smoothing during interval timer photography when a non-CPU lens was attached would cause gradually worsening overexposure throughout each series of pictures. Attempts to connect to SFTP servers configured using macOS would fail with an error unless the home folder was selected as the destination. When users switch from one custom settings bank to another storing a different setting for custom setting A9 focus mode restrictions, the focus mode setting stored in the second bank would not be recalled. Instead, the setting for the first bank would continue in force and could not be changed. 
The camera would sometimes stop recording if a picture was taken with on selected both for picture review in the playback menu and for photo flicker reduction in the photo shooting menu. Messages in some languages would sometimes overflow the display. And there is also a Nikon Z9 reference guide supplement for firmware version 2.00 that you can download at the link that you can find in this article in the show notes for today. Also released new versions of Nikon Picture Control Utility, Camera Control Pro Webcam Utility, NX Tether, and NX Studio. In addition to the firmware updates, Nikon also released software updates for Picture Control Utility. Uh, the new version uh, 2 is version 2.4.11, added support for Z9 firmware version 2.00, ended support for macOS Mojave version 10.14. The Nikon Camera Control Pro Vert 2 version 2.34.2 added support for Z9 firmware version 2.00, added support for macOS Monterey version 12, and its support for macOS Mojave version 10.14. Nikon Webcam Utility Windows version 1.1.1 added support for Windows 11, added support for Z9 firmware version 2.00. The Nikon NX Tether version 1.0.1 added support for the Z9 firmware 2.0, added support for macOS Monterey version 12, and support for macOS Mojave version 10.14. For the Nikon NX Studio version 1.2.0, added support for the Z9 firmware, added support for Nikkor Z800 F63 BRS lens. Added support for new video, uh, NEV video. Note, however, that thumbnail display preview and playback are not supported. Added support for the display of application names in simplified Chinese. Information on color matching profiles is now shown in the status bar at the bottom of the display. A current image size item has been added to the crop tool, which can be found in the adjust composition category of the adjust palette. A resolution item has been added to the export dialog given the resolution in dots per inch or DPI. The choice of units for change image size in the export dialog now includes inches and centimeters. Export of pictures of sizes larger than their original dimensions is now supported via change image size in the export dialog. Users can now choose the format 16-bit or 8-bit TIFF, JPEG, or the original format for pictures open in other applications using open with. When using the recovery tool in the installer dialog, users can now opt to delete only the cache files by selecting keep existing settings. The map and YouTube upload features have been removed. Fix the following issues. Apply a picture control saved using recorded adjustments to a crop picture would reset the crop. Cropping a picture that had previously been straightened after being cropped in the same as original options selected for aspect ratio would reset the cropped aspect ratio to free crop. Attempting to crop a picture previously cropped in view NXI would cause NX Studio to crash and it all support for macOS Mojave versions 10.14. <laughs> Next up, the new Nikon MC CF660G, 660GB CF Express Type B memory card is now available for pre-order. This new card is now available for pre-order at Adorama and B&H Photo. We'll have it coming soon. Additional information, the MC CF660G is a CF Express Type B memory card with a large capacity of 660 gigabytes. It realizes a maximum read speed of approximately 700 megabits per second and a maximum write speed of approximately 1500 megabits per second. It is particularly suited for video still shooting with an Nikon Z9 full frame FX format mirrorless camera. This new memory card, uh, high performance CF Express card, will be available starting in June for a suggested retail price of $729.95. So definitely not an inexpensive CF Express card by any stretch of the imagination. The Nikon ENEL 18D battery for Z9 is back in stock. Cheaper third-party battery options are now available. The original Nikon ENEL 18D battery for the Z9 camera is now back in stock at Adorama and Amazon. Just like last time, these will sell out very fast. 
Update already, the Nikon ENEL18 battery for Z9 is now sold out as expected. Third-party Z9 batteries are still available. There are also some cheaper third-party battery options for the Nikon Z9 that were released recently. The Power 2000 ACD800 battery, the Wasabi BTR ENEL18D battery available in different configurations, and the Castar BA2B ENEL18D battery as well. So you can check out all of those and see if you want to go with one of those options since the official Z9 batteries are very hard to come by. Next up, Nikon released version 1.20 of their remote control software NX Field with added support for the Z9. In addition to the firmware updates and recent software updates, Nikon also released version 1.20 of the remote control software NX Field with added support for the Z9 camera. And you can download that at the Nikon website. For more information on NX Field, please visit the Nikon Professional Services website for yourself. Impressive, the new Nikon Nikkor Z800mm F63 VRPFS lens is now shipping. The lens was announced less than two weeks ago and is already shipping, an impressive achievement by Nikon. The above picture was sent by a reader from Singapore. I expect the lens to start shipping in the U.S. next week. I also expect the wait time for new orders of the lens to be around 12 months, just like the Z9. Update, I got a tip that the new 800 lens is also now shipping in Canada. The Nikon Nikkor Z800 F63 VRPFS lens pre-order links in America at Adorama, Amazon, B&H Photo, Paul's Photo, Service Photo, and Camera Canada. Uh, in Europe at Wex UK, Park UK, Jessup UK, Calumet DE, Calumet NL, Photocopch DE, and Photo Earnhardt DE are all places where you can place your order. Nikon Z9 button function chart released. You can download this chart at the link in this article in the show notes and have it handy anytime you might need it for your Z9 camera. Uh, several were recently updated after the release of the firmware Z2.0 uh, for the Z9. So all the documents that have been updated can be found at the accompanying link since the 2.0 firmware update. And last from Nikon rumors for this week, TT Artisan to announce a new 50mm F095 APS-C lens for the Nikon Z-mount. TT Artisan will soon announce this new manual focus lens for the Nikon Z cameras. They currently have a 50mm F1.2 and a few other APS-C lenses for the Z-mount. And just to let you know, because it will be coming up in the next segment, they are also going to be offering this particular lens in the Fujifilm X-mount. All right, so that's going to wrap up Nikon Rumors for this week. I'm going to take a short break, and then I'll be right back. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Liam Photography Podcast. The best way to support the show is to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. If you want to leave comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can call or text the show at area code 470-294-8191. And you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. You can find the show notes and links at liamphotographypodcast.com. And you can tweet the show at liamphotoatl using the hashtag. Hashtag Liam Photo Podcast. And now back to the show. And we're back. And now we'll head on over to Fuji Rumors to see what Patrick has for us this week. First up, Fujifilm X Summit on May 31. Still unknown if Fujifilm XH2S, XH2 High Res, XF150 to 600, FF, uh, XF18 to 120, XF56, MK2, GF20 to 35 will all drop. Fuji rumors unveiled that an epic Fuji X Summit will take place on May 31st. As usual, during Fujifilm X Summits, we can expect lots of gear to come. And in the past, we also saw new lens roadmaps, firmware announcements, displays of prototypes, and more. So definitely, X-Summits are a huge event for us Fuji lovers. However, I've already read comments all over the web claiming that Fuji Rumors said the following gear will be announced on May 31st. The Fujifilm X-H2S, the X-H2 High-Res, the XF18-120 to F4 on the roadmap, which will XF 
uh, 18 to 120 F4, XF 150 to 600, XF 56, 1.2 MK2, and the GF 20 to 35. Look, a little bit, I got used to the fact that some people make their assumptions based on fragments of what I write. In fact, there are at least 10 rumors I've never shared about the XH2, and actually people think I've shared them. So today I feel I need to make another important clarification. Fuji Rumors never said that all of the gear listed above will be announced on May 31. What we said is that this is the stuff Fujifilm has surely in the pipeline for 2022, and surely some of it might come on May 31st. But I have no idea if all of it will come on that date. Maybe yes, I certainly hope so, but my hopes are not rumors. So I ask you a bit more of patience, and I'll update you as soon as I have solid information on exactly what we can expect on May 31st. And I do agree there, there are a lot of other sites that are claiming that Fuji Rumors is saying all this stuff when Patrick never said any of it was anything concrete. You got to remember to keep in mind, like he said, what he reports is rumors and what he personally hopes will happen. Those are two totally different creatures. Next up, inside Rihanna's Vogue cover shoot with Annie Leibovitz and the Fujifilm GFX 100S. Annie Leibovitz is not new to the Fujifilm X system, but it seems that she added some gear to her Fu Fujifilm collection. In fact, she has been spotted using a Fujifilm GFX 100S for her Rihanna Vogue cover shot. And to be clear, this post is not meant to say you need a GFX to create well-paid work. In fact, I have seen Annie also using Sony Phase 1 and other cameras. Fujifilm is just one of the options that she has available to her. And you can see the final result at Vogue's page in the accompanying link in the show notes. And you can watch the behind-the-scenes video on Vogue's official YouTube channel, which you can also find in the show notes. Breaking Fujifilm X-H2S with 26-megapixel stacked sensor. Fujifilm told us in September 2021 that in 2022, they will launch the fifth generation BSI stack sensor for cameras. Well, today, Fuji Rumors can tell you with 100% certainty that the Fujifilm X-H2S will feature a new 26 megapixel stack sensor. So what? Case closed. Not at all, because as you know, there will not be one Fujifilm X-H2, but two cameras. The Fujifilm X-H2S is a 26 megapixel stack sensor camera. And the Fujifilm X-H2 is a 40-megapixel high-resolution camera. So now the question is, will the high-resolution X-H2 also have a stack sensor? Maybe the 8K-capable stack BSI sensor that Sony already has for sale with 43 megapixels, and Fuji would make effective use of 40 of those megapixels, possibly. That's something I'm working on, and Fuji Rumors will provide the answer as soon as I can do it with 100% certainty and accuracy. Next, Fujifilm stack sensor patent for the Fujifilm X-H2S. A patent has serviced of a stack sensor Fujifilm camera. The patent itself says nothing about the Fujifilm X-H2 or megapixels or anything. It basically just explains the function of a stack sensor in general, which we already know. Also, they use a rangefinder camera to explain the patent, so that does not mean the next camera will be stacked sensor Fujifilm X-Pro4. Uh, let's see. We know that a stack sensor is coming since fifth-generation BSI stack sensor cameras, and we know it will be for the 26-megapixel Fujifilm X-H2S since earlier today. Remains to be seen is if it's also for the Fujifilm X-H2 high-resolution. The patent itself is an endless flow of technical functional details that do not say anything about what camera it is and its specs. But if you're an engineer and maybe love to dive deep on the technical side of things, you can find an accept and the links down below. Stay tuned. So much more is coming. Not complicated patents that do not say anything but solid rumors that will give you a clear idea on what Fujifilm has planned to make the Fuji X and GFX shooters extremely happy. So definitely stay tuned to Fuji Rumors for any of these breaking stories in the near future. Rumor, Fujifilm X-H2S and X-H2 to be announced separately. X-H-S2 is coming first. 
Many were wondering if the Fujifilm X-H2S and the X-H2 high resolution would be announced together on the same day. Well, we can now say that there will be separate announcements, and more precisely, the first camera to come will be the X-H2S with its new 26-megapixel stack sensor. The Fujifilm X-H2 40-megapixel high-resolution camera will follow later on, on a different day, of course. TT Artisan 50mm F095 for Fujifilm X-Mount is coming soon. TT Artisan is going to announce the TT Artisan 50mm F095 for Fujifilm X-Mount soon. The TT Artisan uh, 50mm F095 can be pre-ordered at the TT Artisan store, BH Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. And last up from Fuji Rumors for this week, the Mikey 10mm C2.2 Cinema Lens announced. They have announced this new lens. It's available for pre-order from the Mikey store, Amazon US, B&H Photo, and Adorama. Mikey has already a couple of cinema lenses in offer for Fujifilm X-Mount. They have the 25 T2.2, the 35, 50, 65, and 85, all in T2.2 aperture. The 10mm T2.2 T2.2 specifications, focal length, 10 millimeters, format, APS-C. Lens construction is 15 elements in 12 groups. Aperture range is T2.2 to T22. Diaphragm blades is 10, minimum focus distance, 0.3 meters. Filter size is 77 millimeters. Focus rotation is 270 degrees. Weight is approximately 600 grams. Dimensions, M43 mount, 80 by 88 millimeters. Field of view on APS-C camera, diagonal 106.4 degrees. SRP for RF, E, and X is $599.99 US dollars. Pros, according to Mikey, image very, very sharp, little to no color cast, great contrast, smooth circular bokeh, little to no focus breathing, very little flaring or blooming. Build, all metal construction, nice smooth focus and aperture control, very long 270 degree focus throw, perfect for accurate pulling focus, focus distance and aperture marks on both sides of the lens. And as I said, you can pre-order yours at Amazon US, B&H Photo, and Adorama. That's going to wrap up Fuji for rumors for this week, and now we'll head on over to Sony Alpha Rumors. First up, rumor Sigma will soon announce the new 16 to 28 millimeter f2.8 FE lens. We will not only get a new Sigma 50 millimeter 1.2 and f2.0 lens, but also this nice zoom. 16 to 28 millimeter f2.8 DGDN contemporary lens configuration, 16 elements in 11 groups, shortest shooting distance 25 centimeters, maximum shooting magnification 1 to 5.6. Number of aperture blades, nine in a circular aperture. Filter diameter is 72 millimeters. Size, 77.2 by 100.6 millimeters. E-mount version is 102.6. Weight is 450 grams. Mounts available, L-mount and Sony E-mount. So definitely in another exciting lens for Sony mount coming from Sigma. Next up, new deals for $300 off on Sigma and Samyang FE lenses and 25% off on the Supercool Lens Indicator Packs. Adorama is offering two deals on Sigma lenses, $300 off on the Sigma 45 F2.8, $150 off on the Samyang 75mm F1.8. And you can save 25% on the Supercool Sony Lens Indicators sold by FieldMade, and you can find those at the link in this article in the show notes for today. TT Artisan will soon announce this new Leica M to Sony E 6-bit adapter. Here are some hand, uh, hands-on images found on Weeboo. Uh, that's all I have for you at this time. It is an interesting looking adapter. We'll have to wait and see when the official announcement is going to happen and what all its capabilities are. Next up, Triple Sigma patent design, 70, 90, and 100 millimeter f2.8. Sigma patented three new full-frame prime lenses designed for the Sony E and Leica L-mount system, the 70, 90, and 100 millimeter f2.8. So definitely some exciting new lenses coming from Sigma for full-frame Sony and Leicas. Next up, Benro announced the new modular 3-in-1 drop-in filter adapter system. 
Benro launched this drop-in adapter on Kickstarter. You can adapt EF mount lenses on Sony E-mount bodies and drop-in filters when needed. Now, just keep in mind, Benro is an, uh, definitely a legitimate company. They've been around for quite a long time. So you're probably fairly safe with this. But as I always warn you, keep in mind, Kickstarter is not an online store. You are risking your money when you pledge to support a project on there. So keep that in mind. Next up, Sony Japan announced it will postpone the 16 to 35 FE lens shipments to summer. This new item will be coming soon later on this year for $1,399.99. Sony Japan issued this worrisome statement, notice an apology for postponement of the release of the FEPZ 16-35 F4G SELP-1635G lens for digital single lens cameras and E-mount. Thank you for your continued patronage of Sony products. At the time of the press announcement on March 22nd, 2022, Tuesday, the release date was set to April 28th, 2022, which is a Thursday. Digital single lens camera and E-mount lens FEPZ 16 to 35 millimeter regarding F4G. We have decided to postpone the release due to the impact of global distribution delays. The new release date is scheduled for the summer of 2022, but we will announce it as soon as it has been confirmed. We sincerely apologize for the inconvenience caused to our customers who are looking forward to the release as it is just before the release. We will do our utmost to deliver the product as soon as possible, and we appreciate your understanding. In the USA, the lens will start shipping out on June 24th, according to B&H Photo, and in mid and May, according to EU stores like Calumet DE. So it looks like you're going to have to wait a little bit longer to get that lens. Next up, 16 to 35 FE delayed, A7C coming in four months, and Tamron and other gear is not in stock, but there is hope according to this report. The world semiconductor production crisis is affecting everyone. Two days ago, OM Digital announced the new OM1 will ship two months later than expected. The OM1 is made out of a lot of Sony parts, according to this 4.3 Rumors article. Today, Sony Japan announced the new 16-35 FE will start to ship out summer only. Most of the current gear is back-ordered or out of stock. The Sony A7C will ship in two to four months only. The A7 IV is out of stock, and the Tamron 35-150 FE is not shipping out for a few months now. But there is hope. Counterpoint Research reports that semiconductor shortage likely to ease significantly in H2 2022, despite China lockdowns. And in their text, they write, quote, coupled with wafer production expansion and continuous supplier diversification, we have witnessed significant improvements in the component supply situation, at least in the first quarter, observed Lee. The big risk factor moving forward is the lockdowns happening across China right now, especially in and around Shanghai. But if the government can manage the outbreak and keep key ecosystem players turn the corner quickly, we believe the broader semiconductor shortage will ease around late Q3 or early Q4. If Checkpoint is on point with their predictions, we finally get back to normal by late 2022, right in time for the A7R5, the ZV, and surprise camera launch. But we'll have to wait and see if that actually happens. DZO Film Cinema E-mount Lenses Announced DZO Film CATA 35-80mm T29 E-mount Cinema Lens in white Coming soon for $3,099 You can pre-order the new lenses at B&H Photo And you can see the official YouTube video on the CINDY YouTube channel Which you can find in this article in the show notes and last up for Sony Alpha Rumors for this week, new Nightcore FPZ100 battery with built-in USB-C charging port. Nightcore unveiled their new FPZ100 battery with built-in USB-C charging port. Specifications, it's a rechargeable lithium-ion battery. The model is UFZ100. Voltage is 7.2 volts. Capacity is 2250 milliamp hours. 
Energy is 16.2 watt hours. Operation temp operating temperature or charge 0C to 45C, 32 Fahrenheit to 113 Fahrenheit. Discharge minus 20C to 60C or minus 4 Fahrenheit to 140 Fahrenheit. Dimensions 52 millimeters by 38.7 by 22.5 millimeters or 2.05 by 1.52 by 0.89 inches. Compatible models, the Sony A7 A7R3, A7S3, A9, ILC, E9, A92, A6600, A7C, A1, FXE, and A74. Please refer to the original battery compatibility for more compatible models. This battery will soon be available for pre-order on Amazon. And that's all the news and rumors for this week. Remember to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group, and you must answer a security question to join, which is the name of the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest on the show to show that you are a listener. Once you're in the group, you are free to post your own original work. I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and forgottenpiecesofpennsylvania.com. All right, that's going to wrap episode 244 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcast. I also want to remind you to stop by the Liam Photography YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, watch the videos, like them, comment on them, share them out on social media. Hit the little bell icon so you can be notified as new content drops. And I will see you all again on Thursday.